Are you having a good day? Make it better with a couple of wise guys. You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Los Wise Guys podcast. And yes, I am back from Saudi Arabia. Who, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> yes, I'm not the normal person that does the intro I asked to do it today. Um, we have a special guest, but we're going to start with um, Danny. What's up, Danny? How you doing? How you doing, Asal? I forgot your nickname. What's your nickname on this podcast? I don't know, Rudy. The, the, the... That no nonsense, I don't give a fuck guy. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-socialist. Oh, anti-socialist. Yeah, there we go. No, the okay. anti-socialist. That's right. You're the, you're, the, I'm the architect. you're the architect. And, yeah. and there's Rudy. Yeah. Well, I have one for Rudy today. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Happening? I played a video on my phone. It wasn't making noise before. <laughs> With the T. That shit was funny. I don't know. No one heard happened. that? I heard, I, heard the, I heard the horse, yeah. <laughs> no horse. That wasn't a horse? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? All right, so so we're gonna get back to the podcast. We got uh, the anti-socialist himself, Dan Rosado. What's so, up, Dan? How so, you doing today? I, I already answered this. I'm not answering. Right, <laughs> we got the host of the podcast, Rudy Cardona. How you doing, Rudy? What's going on? What's, well, I'm glad to know you're safe. What's the nickname? The host of the podcast. I like that. I like. That. I'm the host. <laughs> He's the host. That's yeah. horrible. I like that shit. I don't like it. Go ahead, make something up. Go no, ahead. I don't want to. You don't deserve it. All when right. you earn a nickname, I'll give you one. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm this d- is the one I'm giving you for now. Rudy. I'll take that shit. All right, and I'm the architect himself, Aslam. We have a special guest today. This motherfucker, first of all, we are 30 plus episodes in. <laughs> And this is his first time coming onto the podcast, and he's actually a member of the LWG. Welcome, Jonathan. How you doing? I like to be prepared before I come for the first time. So <laughs> you, you have to wait 30 episodes? I think like the front of your mouth. 30 episodes. I, I think 30 episodes is a good amount of time. You usually don't want to jump the gun too early. Yeah. Like, 30, mm-hmm. 30 is kosher. If you go like 20 episodes, like, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? I think he's trying to take over. You go 60, it's like, like, like dude, like, season five is over. Yeah. So I think 30 is a good number. I just, I just have a question. As the only man to have been here for every single episode, is it has it really been thirty? We're thirty plus. Thirty two, yeah. really? thirty three. Yeah, I think the last one you uh, released was thirty two or thirty. Yeah. Oh wow! Like Look at that. Yeah, and they, they said good. we couldn't do it. We proved them wrong. Yeah. That's why they ain't talking no more. That's why nobody can find them anymore. <laughs> well, did we kill them? I don't know. Where'd I can't. Go? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So today. Um, our topic is going to be the Muslim ban and uh, my trip to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so what's your questions, guys? How is Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia was really good, so I have a funny story. Um, you said you didn't want to go. You said you hated it. You're no, mad at your I dad. didn't want to go. So you're going to start a war. Relax. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to go because I was looking for a job and I wanted to stay and concentrate on the job. But actually, after going to the trip, I was really glad I went. It was uh, it was a good trip, very relaxing. Um, it was a religious trip also. So uh, we did something like a, a mini pilgrimage. Went there. Um, so let me start off with the plane ride, first of all. Uh, we flew Saudi Air. 
How long does it take to get there? Uh, going there was 13 hours. Good Lord. Nope. Nope. I don't, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, going to Egypt is like 12 hours, so it's, it's uh, it nope. wasn't a, that big of a deal for me. Puerto Rico's four. It's down south. It's warm. Really? That's it, a nap. It's a long four. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. horrible. They give it you, is horrible. They give you rice on the plane. What? They, they give you rice on the plane. I'll get rice on the plane. The last time, man, I'm taking over. The last time, <laughs> I was, I, I think I went on a flight. I think it was to Puerto Rico. It could have been Florida. The Starsky and Hutch movie was on with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. And uh, yeah, so I was watching it, and something happened in the middle of the flight where the where like we're already on there. It's four hours, you said. Let's say we were on there for like two, two and a half. The movie, like, um, it started like an hour in, and then it screwed up and started from the beginning. And by the time we landed, I never, I, I didn't see the end of the movie. And that, till this day, I still haven't seen <laughs> the end of this movie because I want to finish it on that same flight. And that's never going to happen. And I didn't like the movie much anyway. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's my, that's my two cents. I'm out. I'll see so, you guys. So I flew Saudi Air to Saudi Arabia. And um, wait, Mr. Architect, so sorry to interrupt you. But as we we're speaking about flights. Haven't you guys seen the video about Africans experiencing turbulence for the first time? <laughs> no. It was quite entertaining. That sounds funny as hell, though. Quite entertaining. We'll watch you it. Yeah, pull it, pull it up. Yeah, we're going to put that for a keynote. All right. So, um, I'm sure everybody knows Saudi Arabia is a Muslim country, and they are pretty strict. So, I, I thought on the flight we were in, uh, there weren't going to be like any like regular movies or anything. But to my surprise, there was. Um, there was actually movies, there was TV shows and stuff like that, Big Bang Theory. I, I actually watched um, uh, The Killing Joke on there, which I was wow. surprised was on there. <clears throat> but here's the thing, those they're modified. What I thought was hilarious is that there was one scene in The Killing Joke where there was, um, they were showing, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, here's the spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, there was a scene where they showed like the, the Joker's origin. And um, where he was in a comic, um, he was in a comic seller. Comedy club. He yeah. was a stand-up comic. And one of the, if uh, I, you probably guys didn't notice, but they showed the crowd, and there was a lady with um, with like a low-cut shirt, mm-hmm. and it showed a little bit of cleavage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was blurred. It said it was a shirt that said "I love Saudi Arabia." Was that what it was? No. Oh, um, God, I wish. So I thought that was hilarious. I was like, God damn, even the cartoon. They also cut out the sex scene between Batman and... Um, Good. Yeah. That should be cut out of every version because yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, but I didn't really care. But what was even funnier when I watched The Big Bang Theory, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show. No, I don't like it. You watched it though, right? Mm. Have you seen any of it? Do I've know, seen a little bit here Do you know there. the hot blonde? No idea who you're talking about. All right. So everybody knows the hot blonde. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't. In the show, she's usually like, obviously they show off her body. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they, uh, she was wearing shorts and they blurred her legs. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Was she wearing like long pants that said "I love Saudi Arabia"? Why? why What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the the um the the blur should have just been like uh, a photoshopped in pants that say "I love Saudi Arabia." There you that go. Been hilarious. There you go. Um, but yeah, like they, uh, all the shows were like that, and I thought it was funny. It's pretty crazy though. It makes me wonder if the the show itself blurred that for that purpose. No, I no, I think the company would. Um, no, the show itself wouldn't do it. I think they would uh, once they get the episodes, they blur or cut out whatever scenes themselves. They have people doing that, and they they would uh, put it on the um, 
the airplane. Why are you looking at me? What's wrong? You've been rubbing your eyes since the episode I started. I think I got the oil from the rice and beans in this eye. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't stopped rubbing your it eye. I can hear it. burns. You can hear I can literally hear his eye socket. I'm upset about the Muslim band <laughs> in this one eye. Yeah, so, like, uh, I heard about the Muslim band while I was in Saudi Arabia. This is like uh, the worst time to hear about it. Uh, not really, because I didn't give a fuck. I, I'm a I'm a U.S. citizen. I have my passport. I knew nothing was going to happen to me. So, um, the Muslim ban happens, and my dad was like, oh, "Like they banned like seven Muslim countries." I was like, "All right." So I went online, and I was like, right, "I'm interested to see what countries they banned." They banned Iran. Okay. They banned Iraq. <laughs> okay. Okay. They banned like pretty much. This like the seven Muslim countries where they're they're known to have terrorists come out of it, like uh, Algeria, um, uh, Sudan, Iran. Fucking, they've been wanting to nuke us, the United States for a while, <clears throat> Iraq, um, and like some other countries. Um, Egypt and Saudi Arabia weren't affected. Um, Egypt is an ally of the United States, so they weren't going to get banned, mm-hmm. and so is the, uh, Saudi Arabia. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So I had I had no worries about coming back into the country. I was just curious because I didn't know if you were actually going to travel into the other countries, if you were going to have issues. And we couldn't get in contact with you at all. So Dan's like... Yeah, that's because um, I, I took those 10 days as an opportunity to like just like turn off my phone. Mm-hmm. I had it on airplane mode 99% of the time. I only turned it on to check my email, see if I got any replies for jobs so I can tell them I'm out of the country and mm-hmm. I'll Dan, be back soon. Dan was really concerned. He kept emailing me and texting me all night, upset. Yeah. And then he was like, "You gotta, you gotta get find. You have to find them somehow, somewhere." So I sent you. It's it's funny because if you look back at those DMs that I sent you on Instagram, it goes, "Are you safe? Are in America?" Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I said, "Fuck it, I don't care." <laughs> yeah. but that's I, the thing. It's like we we I, you definitely told us when you were supposed to come back, and yeah. I just I wasn't listening. I asked Rudy, he wasn't listening. So like this man, he can't get back into the country. We gotta go get him. I was like, we got to find someone else to do the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to get? Uh, but, you know, when I came back in, I literally had no problems in customs. Okay. Like, I, I went through immigration. Mm-hmm. They're like, where were you? Or like, Saudi Arabia. Like, why'd you go? I was like, we did Omrah. That's the that's the name of, the, like, the mini pilgrimage. Did they, they really go. ask you that? Yeah. Okay. They're like, why'd you go? How long did but you I left there? the country once. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you also went to Puerto Rico, which That's is, not leaving the country. You don't exactly. go through immigrations at all. Yeah. So, you, where did you leave the country? What's that? When did you leave the country? Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. Um, so we, when we came back, they're like, you went to Saudi Arabia. They're like, what airlines? We like Saudi Air. Why'd you go? We did this. How long? 10 days. Like, did you bring anything back? They're like, yeah, I brought dates and holy water. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Bye. dates. Yeah. I thought you meant like you brought dates. Like, yeah, me too. I was like, how many <laughs> women? No, I brought like, four wives back, back with me. Yeah, for real. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I brought four wives back with That's me. That's really what I thought. No, dates is the fruit. That we oh, that's the thing that we yeah. ate over there. It was yeah. like uh, it looked like a giant raisin. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Would dates be would dates be considered fruits? Aren't they like dried, like a raisin, like you said? Aren't they just dried no, up plums? They're not dried. Um, I thought they were dried up no, plums. No, the dates actually look like that. They they get on. They come from trees, but um, they're usually hard. And what happens is is that um, they let them sit out and like they ripen and mm-hmm. then they become soft like that. They're not dried. They're but like the actual dates, um, they they grow out looking like that. You guys it's must not have like a lot. it's something bigger and then it gets smaller mm-hmm. like raisins. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's um, that's what happened coming into immigration and customs. 
there were uh, the officers and the people there were super nice and pleasant. It's not like they gave us bad looks or they were giving a shit for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, we're American citizens, and going through the immigration process, we've probably been vetted and background checked like a motherfucker. So if anything had popped out during that process, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gotten my citizenship. So, but, like, the, but the problem is that's going on in the world is that it's, you can't look at someone and know whether they're a citizen or not. So that's why the no, divide not, is going on. I understand. On. And, and they do divide um, immigration. Like you have your green card, citizen, uh, U.S. and Canada, mm-hmm. and then you have your everybody else that's mm-hmm. coming in without, with visa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, they're going to vet the visa people a lot harder than they're going to vet the citizens. Um, should they do that? Yes. Uh, at, the, at the time that we live in right now, everything is uncertain and unsafe. Uh, I do not agree with the Muslim ban. It should not be called the Muslim ban. It should be called terrible name for it. Because you're because now all you're saying to the people is all Muslims are terrorists, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. The terrorists happen to be Muslim, but not, there's 1.8 billion Muslims in the world. Mm-hmm. If we were all terrorists, I think we would like like fuck shit up like on like an extension level. And actually, from what I remember and something that I was reading, the most acts of terrorism that actually happen in the U.S. actually come from, like, Caucasian... Mm-hmm. Domestic. Yeah, domestics. Uh, it's not, domestic not even... violence. <laughs> Why, why'd you make that face? <laughs> yeah. Are you looking well, at me like, I, I would know this. looking at Rudy and shaking his head. Which, I have the degree, so I would know this information. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, is that uh, people need to... People only know what's what they're being told by the news, and... Um, I saw this video on YouTube, uh, actually not on, on um, excuse me, on Facebook of Denzel Washington. He was talking about the news, mm-hmm. and he was saying, uh, like, listen, he's like, the news don't aren't even trying to be factual anymore. They're just trying to be first with mm-hmm. the story, and when that happens, you got misinformed people. They're they're pretty much telling lies, and um, it that's what's really happening. Like, um. Like that's uh, Jonathan's over here. Jonathan's uh, Haitian. He's dark complexion. Sock passe. And um, uh, I'm sure John. You you can't be bringing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he cursed. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know, sock passe means what's up. Okay. And if someone says sock passe to you, what you respond is naboule, which means. I'm good. What if I'm not offended? Just say it. Just say it so that you don't <laughs> not be I think I'd be offended because it sounds really close to suck pussy, and I'd just be like, <laughs> I would just think, no, I don't want it. I don't think the first Haitian that was ever created thought about that when he made the language, but you know what? I'll, I'll put it up to the board of Haitian linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to go speak speak to Wyclef about that one. see <laughs> 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 what's up. <laughs> But yeah, uh, um, as as a black man, Jonathan has gone through some shit also just because of his skin color, because people judge, and uh, I'm not saying I'm going through the same shit, but it's, what, why are you laughing? I can't tell you how many times, I live in Hillside, and you've seen my areas, it's predominantly uh, Jewish, I think it's the first time ever in my life I've been pulled over while walking, at least four times, not in a car, just walking. You've been pulled over four times while walking? Four times while walking. Four times while walking. One, I was two houses down from my house. And I'm just pointing like, but 
but but I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, I remember you told me like one or two of those stories. Yeah. You were walking back. Do you have from... like a negative reaction to the cops as a result of that? No, not really. Because you know, if you if you're not really doing anything and if you're not really doing anything and you keep it real, just know how to talk to people. Because I think a lot of what you get is people automatically assume a cop is out to get you. You know, you know, most of them are just people too. So yeah, there are bad cops, just like there are bad blacks and there are bad whites and bad Muslims. But there's also good of everything. Yeah. So if he asks, you know, where are you going? You know, what's going on? Because if they give you a reason, like there have been some breaking and entering in the area, and yeah, I don't really fit the mold of this neighborhood because there's maybe like three families here. That's understandable. There's no reason for me to be like, oh, well, that's crazy. You think it's just because I'm black? No, that's, I mean, that's a pretty fair deduction. Not many black people live here, if any that you know of, because you're not from this block. So if you're looking at what doesn't fit the mold, I don't fit the mold. That's what you're, you know, taught to do. So I don't think anyone's ever automatically saw me in that scenario and automatically thought, oh, well, he's the guy who did it. They just thought, you know, let me ask. It just seems out of place, but... Definitely, I have gotten those looks from people or those thought waves from people. I can't say I've gotten it from police. I've never really had a bad encounter with the police, but no, as I'm as I'm spitting straight facts right now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's um, it is what it is. I understand, and from what I heard about the Muslim ban, and I hate saying that Muslim ban because it shouldn't be called Muslim ban. We like call the ban against the Muslims. <laughs> That's what um, it should be called like a terror ban mm -hmm. and be like these are or, these ter are or terroristic uh, preventatives or something yeah, like that something like that where you're like these are the major countries where terrorists have been known to come out of right we, this is proven fact like this is where they're coming from alright we're, we're from what I heard about the ban it was supposed to be a 90 day ban mm -hmm. for them to put in place security protocols for those countries when they come from for people from those countries when they come into the United States. At least that's what I read. I don't know what Donald Trump's intentions are, but he hasn't been doing a good job with winning people over. It's, it, you know the problem is though is it can swing so many ways because it doesn't really matter how you do it. Right right now as a result of calling it a Muslim ban or a ban against Muslims you are categorizing them as bad individuals. Exactly. But even if you changed it and you said that this is to prevent terror and you point out which countries they are, then the moment – what's going to happen later on is gonna be, you're going to have people who are just here and they're citizens from Iran and they're going to say, oh, you're from Iran and they're not going to – they're going to they're going to signal you out as a result of that because of these countries. So that's the biggest issue. Yeah. It, a lot of people are looking at Donald Trump's thing in two ways, which is he's actually getting stuff done within the, the moments of joining the – the White House, which is kind of insane how fast he went and did that ban, and the others are how negative the impact is. So it's pretty it's pretty insane. But the thing is, is again, it's like, hey, he got things done fast, but is he getting them done right? Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, you're trying to get things done quickly, but you're not doing them in, in a way where they're succeeding. Look, the ban got shut down by, was it the Supreme Court, or mm -hmm. it got shut down by somebody. Like a, one of the justices, mm -hmm. and it's gonna keep getting shut down because that's not America's built on immigrants. He fired, uh, I think he fired one of the Secretary of State or something like that because she didn't agree with it, the ban to begin with. And, so. and I, like, listen, you you can't do that. Like, the United States is built on immigration because the United States is full is ninety nine percent immigrants. The only people that were of this land were the American Indians. 
Yeah, you're American Indian. Dan was pointing at himself. No, um, but it's not even just that. Now it's moving on to uh, Hispanics because Obama did a lot of. Uh, he was what's that thing when you kick people out the country? Deport. Deport. So okay. he was deporting a lot of Hispanics that were mainly convicted of violent crimes, and which he categorized them. But now Hispanic individuals who are here illegally that have committed any crime. I mean, you run a red light and they find out you're gone. So like that's what they're pushing for because of Donald Trump. I mean, listen, if if they're Everybody makes mistakes. I've run a red light. All right, I'm pretty sure everybody's in here. Has my shit done was a yellow. Traf- traffic fuck, violation. Fuck that. My shit was yellow. He still pulled me over. Yeah, mine was too. It was annoying, and I got a ticket for it because he was being an asshole. It was yellow. It turned red, and me and another car side by side crossed that same light, but he stopped me, which was bullshit. Whatever. Honestly, between the hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., I treat all red lights as stop signs if there's nobody in the area. Yeah, me too. No, I went um, through that yellow light. I was, <laughs> I was trying to get some ass. And he asked me, he asked me where I lived, and I said in like Hillsborough. And then he looked at my ID, and I didn't realize that my address was on my ID. And he looked at me, he's like, "Where do you live?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I live like six blocks down that way." And he was like, "You're going to court." I was like, "Okay, can I go home now?" I don't know. I've never been pulled over. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for you. I'm so never. glad. Privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, why? Lights and stuff no, like no, that. No, 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 no. You know why? Over. Because this guy wears his fucking uniform all the uh, time. That must they be think it. he's a fucking that must cop. Be it. Brothers in blue. <laughs> Funny um, story about him never getting pulled over. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? There was one time we were riding in the car together, and we were leaving high school, and it looked like the cop was gonna make a right turn, and he wasn't moving. So Dan's just like, "All right, well, fuck it, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna go right in front of him." Hang on, hang on, no, no, because <laughs> that's the thing. I, I was getting ready to go straight. The guy's not making right, and I gave him a chance. I was he waiting. Did, he did. I was waiting. The guy's not going. Then he was inching forward. I feel like he was messing with me. He's like, oh, fuck this cop. And uh, d- d- you don't need to leave that on where I said, fuck this cop. <laughs> but, um, but, you uh, know <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. And, uh, that's the thing. I'll uh, keep going. Yeah, with there. So we get in front of the guy, and it just so happens that we run up to a red light. Mm-hmm. So the guy. Not, doesn't come up behind us. He pulls up next to us. Yeah. So he pulls up next to us. Both of our heads turn and look. Well, the thing him. is, before that, we were kind of like all hyped up. It's funny because because we did it. I was like, I, I ain't wait for no cop. He's like, Yeah, you wait for no cop. Man, no man cop. fuck these cops, man. We don't need to wait for no cops. And they pulled up. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so he pulls up next to us and he's looking at. We're all souped up, so we're looking like what? And he's like, Your tail lights out. <laughs> He's like, if you, if you would have let me pass, I wouldn't have seen that. <laughs> so now I'm just all the air came out of our balloons. Yeah, it was just like, oh man! So I didn't even, I didn't even quietly. take you all the way home. I was like, bro, I gotta go home. I gotta drop you off right here. <laughs> Dude, when I was going home too, I saw like four different cops, and I thought <laughs> they that I was each other. I was paranoid. I was like, they're trying to get me. Yeah, 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 yeah. This jackass who cut me off with a messed up tail, like, yo, we are gonna pull him over as many times as we can before he gets home. <laughs> He's gonna get five tickets. <laughs> oh man, good times. But yeah, so I, I had um, I had some misconceptions about Saudi Arabia that were proven wrong when I went there. Oh, like what? Because I have some negative focuses on that country just because of the stuff I learned from their criminal justice system and okay. the way they run it, but that's the only thing. Uh, okay. I'd definitely like to get a talk about that. Um, one of my misconceptions, I thought uh, when we went there, my mom would have to wear the full black ninja suit. It's called a hijab? No, the hijab is only the head covering. Oh, the really? Niqab. I knew that. Yeah. Huh? I knew that. Yeah, the oh, hijab is um, just the head covering. Uh 
the headscarf, uh, the niqab is the full ninja suit. Yeah. The reason why I call it full ninja suit is because um, I saw this meme. Full ninja suit. Yeah. I saw this meme on um, on Nine Gag where this lady was like, "Yeah, so we were in a grocery store. My son saw." Uh, a lady in a cob, and he's like, "Look, mom, a ninja." There it is. And I thought that shit was hilarious, <laughs> and it makes sense. I mean, it's a full ninja suit. So yeah, I thought everybody had to wear that, and I was mistaken. Um, it is your choice if you want to wear that. The niqab is actually a an Arab um, culture thing, not a Muslim thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Islam okay. only requires um, when a woman is ready to wear it, uh, the hijab. Would they uh, would they give anyone a hard time if they saw them without wearing it? No, because no. my mom, my aunt, my cousin. No, that's why I figured they there's, don't. There's yeah, actually, there, okay. my aunt lives there. And, okay. Um, yeah. So I went to three cities. Um, first city I went to was the Medina. Um, which is the where the house and the mosque of the prophet is. Uh, that's where he's also buried. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. I put up some pictures on um, <clears throat> on uh, Facebook of like the architecture of the mosque. Did you put it on Instagram? Because if you did, I have to go like them because you'll yell at me. Uh, no, I only yell at you when you don't like the photos about the podcast. I'm not going to like any of them. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, I put up some of the mosque pictures. Um, very awesome. So what happens is, and the same thing happens in Mecca, because of the amount of people that go there, they have to expand every couple of years. So what happens is there's hotels on the border of these mosques, and these hotels get um, contracts per 10, 15, 20 years. And and once the contract is up, they take back the land, they demolish the, the hotel to expand the mosques. Wow. And inside the mosque, you can see the difference between architecture from one expansion to the next. Um, the style is the same. Mm-hmm. It's just the, like the arches, uh, barrel vaults. They yeah. still use the same style of architecture, but like the designs are different. Like the Islamic uh, geomet- geometric designs, they're mm-hmm. different, different colors. So that's how they um, show. So it goes from the first um, mosque w- in the Medina um, of the prophets, w- which was his house, and they turned into mosque after he passed, and then it just kept expanding, expanding to what it is today. Hmm. Same thing with Mecca; it's uh, the mosque was around the Kaaba, which is the black thing yeah. that you guys see on the internet, yeah, yeah. and then it, and they just keep expanding and expanding because literally, especially during Ramadan and the pilgrimage. Millions of people are are go there. I've seen and that. I've seen like footage of like when people do go uh, like during Ramadan and stuff like that. That place. When, is I, crazy when I went, packed. it was actually um, off season and not many people are there. And there was at any given time there was at least a hundred thousand people in those mosques. I saw a scene in Ali mm-hmm. where he yeah. did that. Yeah, the he pilgrimage? went there. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the movie about when Jamie Foxx had a bald spot. <laughs> on the back of his head. <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing the architecture there was was amazing. I also got to stay in the Royal Clock Tower. What? What's funny? I'm just listening. I just picture Jamie Foxx with a fucking ball. Spot did, you know he had a ball. Yeah, spot. Yeah, it was yeah. very noticeable in the movie. Yes, um, thank you. I got to stay in one of the hotels in the Royal yeah. Clock Tower. Oh, nice. Um, the Royal Clock Tower is the second tallest building in the world, if you guys didn't know. What's the first? Uh, Burj Khalifa in Dubai. No, no, no. What's the first tallest building? Yeah. Well, he said it, West Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> um, Burj means um, skyscraper in Arabic. Okay. And Khalifa is the name of the... Um, the rapper. Yeah. He's from yeah. Pittsburgh. That's cool. Is um, he the one with the with the with the eye? He's the... He, what? He's, no, he's that's, the that's Fetty Wap. Oh, Fetty Wap, Fetty Wap. Yeah, okay. he's the real skinny one. 
Yeah, I know. He was dating Amber Rose, big ass, big tits. Who's Amber Rose? She's got the buzz cut. Is she the shortest building? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome but, to the WWE podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was awesome seeing the old clock tower. the The speed that these buildings go down and up in is is amazing. Like when I was there, they were they were. Um, before you talk, just I know. Give me a I know. I'm just, I'm uh, ready. I actually just say, it, just say. Is it. it like the Tower of Terror in Disney World, where the, the it goes up and down really fast? Because you said the speed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 how fast the construction is, it rivals New York City. I can imagine because of the amount of people there and um, how fast these buildings need to go up. But it also makes me wonder what the revenue costs are because you're building a building to tear it down to build another building. So, so that's, the... that's what I thought of. But you're, you you got to remember, there's never an empty room in those hotels. Okay. Right? So you're, you built you build something for 20 years, right? You get a contract for 20 years. You build That building is going to go up within six months to a year, mm-hmm. right? The first 10 years, you're going to make the money that you made back uh, that you spent to build the hotel. The next 10, the next 5, 10, or 20, 15 years, that's all nothing but revenue. Plus, you get compensated for your hotel being, like, Saudi Arabia, like, the kingdom compensates you for taking your hotel and demolishing it. Oh, wow. So, like, the revenue stream is, because, dude, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of people there. Like, there's sometimes where you literally can't walk. That's how much people are there. It's it's like Comic Con on like super mega steroids. Um, Saudi Arabia, come on, it's a country they're doing well. Yeah, just the fact that there's that many people in one area, I'd just be upset the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah, and um, uh, my aunt was telling me that Saudis are extremely racist against anyone who's not a Saudi. Mm, okay, is, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, what? Even towards <laughs> other Muslims, they just they just don't like anybody that's Saudi, and also the way the kingdom is set up. Uh, no one other than a Saudi can open up a bit, like can own a business. Mm-hmm. Like you can have your business, but it's through uh, a Saudi. And, and that's you, a, is that like government rule? Uh, the, uh, Saudi's a kingdom. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, so, um, yeah, that's one of their laws. And um, so, well, I forgot my train of thought. Um, yeah, so you can't, like, if you want a business, you have to get it through another Saudi. And, and even if you get, like, um, your citizenship, you're not a Saudi. You're just uh, this person who ha- who can legally live there. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if, like, I had a hotel and they tore it down and I got, like, a percentage of revenue that they get for all the people that come and stay there. Because then it's like, yeah, you're compensating me for tearing my thing down, but you're also giving me a percentage based off of the land that I had at that point yeah. or whatever. And then I can go build whatever I want yeah, later. so that's what happens. So they build the hotel... And um, after, like, they make their money back and they start in their profit margin, mm-hmm. they start building another hotel. They get other land, like, uh, a block or two away, and they start building there. Because eventually that hotel is going to be on the front line, right? Because they just keep expanding. Mm-hmm. One cool thing about Mecca is that uh, the actual, like, um, the black thing, the Kaaba, uh, Mecca is surrounded by mountains. And for them to keep expanding... They have to tear the mountains down. So, like, they're actually building some... uh, Some buildings are built into mountains. Others, they're literally tearing down the mountains to expand and expand. So, maybe in, like, a hundred or more years, those mountains that are around Mecca will probably be gone. Hmm. What's going to happen when they run... Like, now I'm starting to think if they run out of room and they start going into other countries, what's going to happen? I don't think it'll ever get that big. Um, You never know. 
But um, the thing is, with the pilgrimage, you could only do it once every five years. Mm-hmm. So that way, they give chance to other people to do it. Like, because let's say I'm I'm a rich person, I can afford to do it every year. But just because you could afford to do it, you're taking up the space of someone who could be saving up for a lifetime mm-hmm. that couldn't, you know. So once you do a pilgrimage, you're not allowed to get another visa for a pilgrimage at, until after five years. Is is there a certain point when it's um when you're almost like you should do a pilgrimage, like when you hit a certain age or something. No, your your pilgrimage, you you need to. Uh, you're only required to do it once in, um, in your lifetime. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So that's it. Just yeah, as a just matter. if you can, because it's because it takes a lot. Some people who yeah. don't have the money before, before it's like if you can travel, you know, because yeah. you had to travel all the way to Mecca, and yeah, yeah. you know, it's they don't have planes, cars, or so the travel itself was treacherous. So it's like if you can make it, you can make it. If not, it's not held against you. you yeah, know? it's not like hey, if you didn't do the pilgrimage, you're going yeah. to hell. Yeah, right, get your <laughs> finger off my face. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um it's like if you if you can or able to do it, you should do it. Um so yeah. yeah. Is it once in your adult life or say you went and you had like your younger it's, cousin? It, um no, it's cuz in Islam nothing counts against you um until you you uh hit puberty cuz that's when you're biologically grown. Mm-hmm. Um so like, if you do, like, sin or whatever in your youth, it doesn't really count against you. Um, don't ask me about murder, because I don't really know how that would tally up. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. My balls dropped at the tender age of eight, and I stole many a cookie since then. Yeah, so um, when you hit puberty <laughs> around, like, 13, 14. So uh, if you do a pilgrimage when you're younger, it probably does count for you as a pilgrimage, but I think you should still do it when because I went to 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 Mecca and stuff like that when I was like six. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a totally different experience when I went now as an adult. Do you appreciate then, it as an adult? Yeah, you yeah. definitely appreciate it more. It's it's a different experience. Like when I when I went to Mecca when I was six, like I thought it was this huge place, and. Um, like, I remembered it kind of like my grandmother's house when I was younger. It was, like, this huge, fast place. And when I went there when I was older, my grandmother's house was, like, a tiny shoebox. Yeah, it's, it, that, yeah, it's funny when shit like that but, works out. But when yeah. I went to Mecca again now, yeah. it was it's just it's, as big. It's, it's bigger ginormous. because of the expansions. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's the feeling was still the same, you know. Yeah. It's just, like, this grand place, um, very religious, um, very peaceful um, people there are extremely nice, even the, because they have like um, security. Also, the the two mosques are they have like an army cleaning that shit twenty four seven. It's ridiculous how like it's it's awesome how they do this shit. Um, now, when you said um, the visa for going on the pilgrimage every five years, is it like so you would not be allowed in Saudi? Or you no, you're not allowed to go on a pilgrimage. You wouldn't be allowed in Mecca or... Also, you wouldn't be allowed to go into Mecca unless five years has passed. Yeah, it's it's because... It's not like it's... It, they're not doing it because it's a bad thing. They're doing it because of the sheer um, amount of people that are going. There's literally no room. If you're not... If you don't have a visa to go on a pilgrimage uh, during the pilgrimage... Because pilgrimage time is only once a year, right? So if you don't have a pass to go in like you don't have a visa for the pilgrimage there's no reason for you to be in there at that time 
uh, once the pilgrimage is over, you could go to Mecca anytime you want, but you like you know what I mean. Like you can you can get a visa for the Umrah like I I did, which you go and you get it done and you leave. You know, and uh, the visa stays live for six months. So once you get it, you have six months to go do your. Um, yeah. See now, yeah, I was wondering about the visa thing. Is it something where you have to like send in advance and say, "Hey, well, listen, me and my family or X, Y, Z amount of people are trying to do the pilgrimage," and then they check and see, okay, well, when was the last time they came? Yeah, exactly. Okay, approved. Yeah. okay. all yeah. right, so that makes a lot of sense. That's how that works because of the the sheer amount of people. Like, uh, it's ridiculous. It sounds really cool though. Like, I mean, like if they have something that for Catholics or something, that'd be really cool to go to. I mean, I guess something but, like that that's on a big scale like that is maybe. When they announce a new pope and you see like th- yeah. hundreds of thousands of people go see that, but I ain't going to that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, Dan. You go to WrestleMania. That's your religious oh event. Oh my god, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. Have right you ever there. gone? No, I was thinking about it this year. It's in Orlando, but um, no. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, well, my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a nice trip. Um, we, we were talking to this taxi driver one time. My dad loves asking questions and he was asking him about like, uh, non-religious people and if they can enter Mecca or not. And no, there's like, uh, non-religious, non-Muslims cannot enter Mecca. Damn, I can't Um, go. Really? So we, if I wanted to go, I couldn't go? No, you wouldn't be able to go. Is that no. all the time or during pilgrimage? Is there a membership? Oh, I can get it for a day, no. like a, a one well, day, twenty four I mean, hour think membership. Think about it this way, because I think not as a religious thing, but almost as a historical, or yeah. just to, to appreciate I, I it. I feel like that, it would be and I was thinking about that myself. Yeah. Just too many people. The the sheer amount of Muslims yeah. going, yeah, it's just like they because it's also it's not like a tourist spot. Like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? There's no. I got you. Like the shops in Mecca and Medina, yeah. are there for the necessities, food. Like there's nothing you. entertainment I mean, there, where what you think would be entertainment. Those places are strictly religious. Yeah, um, you're going there for a purpose. You mm-hmm. serve your purpose, and you go for so the next person can come and do their pilgrimage, their umrah, so you can for the space. Now, what if I got in by accident? Um, <laughs> you can if someone brings you in. No, I'm like literally. I, I'm lost. I'm walking around, <laughs> and there's a big crowd of people. Maybe they could help me find directions. <laughs> and then I realize that's where I'm at. Am I going to get kicked out? Um, actually, you'd probably go to jail. But Really? A, yeah. That yeah. sucks. I would cheat. I would go on the mountain that they're going to tear down 50 years from now and say, so I, was, and I, was, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I was there. kick you out before they get there. No, I'd come back and be like, you see that mountain that wasn't there, that's not there anymore? That's where I was. I was in there. You know, I think that's actually happening in some country. A man, it's two countries that they're feuding right now. Mm-hmm. And his house lies right on, like, where the border is. So the border just now just so happened to pass his house. So now he's been a citizen of this one country for his whole life. Now he's an illegal immigrant in the other one. And the government is trying to force him to sell his house. He can't go to the store. He can't leave a certain perimeter. They pretty Damn. much have armed guards around him at all times. That's messed up. Yeah, he's a prisoner in his own home right now, and, you know, he's been writing. He's been writing the government of his former country, but some of the letters don't even make it. Just throw that shit out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and, hope, and hope someone's there to catch it and just hope Just send a pigeon it. that way. Like, you'd be good. Armed guards. He's just giving them gun, <laughs> gun practice. No, but he's, he makes it. I mean, it's funny. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I'll, I have something to say. About. You know, I'm just going to make a random joke. Um, you said pigeon. It just reminded me of a joke I was reading online the other day where it said, you can't lose a homing pigeon. If you lose it, then you just lost a pigeon. 
I thought that was hilarious. Why are you on this podcast? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why. Like, I'm sorry, I don't get it. None of us do. None of us do. Thank you, Dan. No, but <laughs> could you explain it for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Keep going. We'll keep going. Just no, I really want to know. No, just let it go. Just let it go. If you lost a homing pigeon. And you just lost Did I say homing pigeon? Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to say homing pigeon. See, so it's also a fucking fuck joke. Say it right. No, going back to what you were saying, like, you know, the whole issue with uh, Trump making the wall for Mexico or whatever, they have a fence, you know, and what's going on in certain areas of, I think, uh, Arizona or uh, certain parts of Texas or what? No, I say that, Arizona, certain parts of Texas or whatever, the the fence that they have actually cuts off certain people's backyards, especially yeah. farmers that are there. So a lot of their area where they would use for crops is actually a gated fence. So which will cause so every and it's funny because they'll say that it's not funny and this is wrong, but they'll say that people who cross the border jump through their uh, farm to get to America. <laughs> and um so they're just saying like if they put up this wall, how would you feel? It's like it'd be worse because then we couldn't see our farm. Yeah. But yeah, that's like you're saying though. Like they're taking like you can literally just cut off someone's land. It's not like there's a straight line that says this is Mexico and this is the U.S. Like that, whatever line we decide to make on maps goes right through people's yeah. yards. They go and they move and they change all the time. So there goes that theory about living in the mountain. But I definitely understand what Islam is saying. If there's or the architect, if there's so many Muslims there at one point and everything there is pretty much for the pilgrimages, you know, religious to let people who are not of the religion in it would be pushing people who are of the religion and possibly need it out so if you think about it in that sense it's pretty much a we gotta take care of the Muslim people first and there's so many Muslim people there will not be a time that I think, I think we could we can make a, a one month for Christians thing and all the Christians coming all the Christians coming in, in, in December for Jesus think, Christ's birthday Christians are the most uh Welcome people and uh Yeah. Well, how many Christians actually go to church? No. Do you think they're gonna go out of the way to do that? Come on. I, I like church. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, all you come in here is negative. I mean I they, they they do it because of religious reasons why they don't let people in because no, they're non Muslims and whatnot. And but I see it as in even if they, even if it's a non-religious reason, there's just no room. There's, it's not this. These places are not um, tourist spots. I understand going to see the architecture. I understand it, it is. It definitely would be nice for uh, people outside to go in and see um, the kind of uh, atmosphere that these places have because it's nothing like I've felt before even going to mosques in Egypt like listen I've gone to mosques outside of Mecca and Medina and those mosques were just as beautiful in their architecture as the mosques inside those cities and in Egypt um, regular mosques aren't like that and here they're not like that they're not like the Catholic cathedrals and churches here see I'm gonna have to look up images because I'm imagining like China's forbidden city and a wall <laughs> not being able to see what's on the inside um, I have pictures I'll show you guys um, of the inside and everything okay um, cool but yeah it's it's like um, next episode you bring the pictures and we have to Explain it and try and describe it to the viewers to the point that they actually <laughs> yeah, see the Yeah, that would take like three days. I took a lot there's of pictures. There's a wall, and there's stuff on the wall. Dan would do a good job of this, won't you, Dan? Say something. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I was already. Um, I don't, you yeah, said you had say. some uh, issues with some of their laws. No, I mean, because it's... 
Whether people realize it or not, uh, Saudi Arabia is one of the top countries in the world that has uh, the biggest rape issues that goes on in the world. And um, a lot of the issues, especially just around their laws. I don't know how the fuck. I I couldn't see shit when I was there. What? I saw like no ass there. <laughs> like, no, it, were they all dressed as ninjas? Huh? Were they yeah. all dressed as ninjas? Most of them are dressed as ninjas, and even if they're not, the the clothes are loose. They're not body mm-hmm. tight, so it, it, it's it, not it, like you can. It's not about it's not about the perception. It's not about being able to see an ass and just like man, I gotta have it and go get it. It's yeah. uh it's just about the power the power that women have, and now it's not really at a a level based off of the religious aspect, yeah. like where men are. Like, there's so many barriers for women in that but, country. But that's. But the thing, the misconception is people think that women are powerless in Islam, mm-hmm. and there's like a quarter of the Quran is talking about the rights that women have, mm-hmm. and people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. People don't know that because they've never read it. Mm-hmm. They only know the one like sentence that gets misused about like I was talking to my aunt's husband, and he explained it to me this way. He's like, if I'm sitting down, right, and someone is bringing me water, he's serving me, who who has the better deal? The one being served or the server? The one being served. Right? And he's like, well, that's pretty much what women, like, I, if my wife does not want to work, she can sit at home. And it is my duty to provide for her everything she wants. Uh, everything. Like, she, she literally doesn't have to lift a finger. Mm-hmm. All that falls on me. I'm her servant. You know, I have to provide her a place to live. I have to provide her clothes, food, water, uh, safety. I have to provide everything. I'm her server. And in return, uh, this is going to sound weird. Um, uh, we have like the the final decision. Like we yeah, make the. No, it's not. They don't have to submit. You, you Women have ridiculous rights in the Quran. Um but at, at the end of the day, we have the power to divorce. Like, women don't have, mm-hmm. like, they, they can ask for it, but they don't have the power to. Mm-hmm. But see, but that's an issue, though, because if there is marital, marital rape or whatever that's going on, and the woman wants to get away from that situation and get away from the husband that's doing that to her, she can't because she doesn't have the power. And, as a result. And, and for people who think marital rape is okay in the Quran, it is not. No. It is it is definitely not an okay thing. It's... um. The treatment that a husband has, the way the, it is actually written in the Quran how a husband is supposed to treat his wife with utmost respect and, you know, no hitting, no, so it's like all these things, um, yeah, some, some of these things come from, uh, (laughs) some of these things come from people who are not raised correctly, um, raised in the old ways Mm -hmm. of like the Arab culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, you got to remember, Arabs were around before Islam. Um, Islam came and Muhammad brought it to the Arabs and they converted. You know, I'm pretty sure there's Christian Arabs, but I'm just saying most of them are Muslim. But um, some of this thing comes from um, the Arab culture of how, like, a woman has no rights and, like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the... In Islam, that's not the case. Yeah. But that's that's the thing that there are some people that are so stuck in that old way of thinking that yeah, they it's really annoying. Yeah, to me and too. it's not even it's, it's not just it's not just their viewpoint. So they also pass it on to their children yeah, and so on and so that's forth. That's what sucks. It's it gets passed on to the next generation of the sons who have more rights than their sisters, 
And I, I'm thankful that my dad br- bring me up this way. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my sister had the same curfew up until, like, I went to college. And I was like, and by college, I mean New York, uh, the college in New York, because I was, like, in my 20s. I mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, I was in my 20s when I got there. My curfew was, like, 10 o'clock. And same with my sister. My sister was, her curfew was there until she got married. Mm-hmm. Um but for me, because I was, like, sleeping over at school and stuff like that, so kind of my curfew made no sense. So it, that happened. But other than that, me and my sister had the same curfew, man. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't treat me any differently than my sister. See, that's one of the things you usually get into with religion. And I talk to, you know, with my sister all the time and, you know, different because I work with, you know, kids at my church and stuff. And all the time in almost every aspect, you'll see that there's this thin line. There's this very thin line. That separates religion, and if a religion been going on for a while, it'll separate religion and culture. And you see a lot of the times when people who follow a certain religion will dip and take things from culture and put yeah. culture into the religion. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of times you see a lot of, you know, different things. And you'll see, like, the rights for women or how people should, you know, treat a certain subject and how you should interact with others. A lot of the time it dips into that culture. So one of the things that you definitely have to get into the habit of is learning when to differentiate between you know what's religious and And what's what's cultural Mm -hmm. because um one of the things that um i always hear my imam talk about is um how you treat other people and like you're in your community and people some people are still stuck in their old mindset of like oh you can't tell somebody happy holidays because it's not your holiday and i'm like yeah i don't believe that why are you fucking stupid that's common sense mm. is it me saying to you merry christmas doesn't make me christian mm. and it makes me a human being i say that shit to all the time like i'll say happy holidays we'll say merry christmas yeah no. I, i'm gonna find that insulting if you say merry christmas merry christmas Dan. well i'm insulted <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Took a turn for the worst. Yeah, and and one of the things that he likes to point out, um, my Imam, and when he does his Friday sermons, is that when the Quran talks about treating people, it doesn't say you got to treat Muslims this way. You got to. They say you treat people this way. It doesn't differentiate by religion, race, mm-hmm. or anything. It's just like you got to treat human humanity. This talks about. How you treat another human being, mm-hmm. not just a Muslim or yeah. a Christian. Hey, you gotta treat everybody the with respect. Exactly. Man. Shut up. Listen. Shut we, the hell. You don't oh give a damn about gosh. people. <laughs> to me, to me, before religion, we're all human beings. There you go. And there um, it is. I, you know, then then comes religion and yeah. race or whatnot. Yeah. And I, I, I really don't like the word race. Because it makes no sense. I don't like races, it's like especially rice. NASCAR. It's, it's like race with an never been a fan. Like it's like. Just <laughs> 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 going around fucking circles all day. It's it's boring. It's boring. I, I don't know. I'm making a left turn. I was I was gonna say like do we can end this episode off like that Jerry Springer final thought the way Islam's talking. You just fucked it up. There it is. That's, like, yeah, so that's what the I'm last thing I was gonna say is that we we are one human race. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have different ethnicities, yes, but yeah. there's there's one race. Why you why? Fucking... No, no, it's important that he says we are one human race because we need to realize the real threat is the other races that are out there that we're gonna have to fight against. So we need to get our shit. Together. I was I was. I mean, have I'm you winning. guys never seen a fucking like alien invasion movie? It only we only win if we work as one. That is like, true. Like that is very true. Like shit, people, come on.
Hollywood's been trying to tell you this for the past 30 years. And there it is. Yeah. Like, like E.T.? He was just a scout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just a They're scout. coming. Like. Yep. I, so. think, I think we should just end it off there. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't want to do final thoughts? We're going to do final thoughts. Let's do final thoughts. Let's do final thoughts. All right, all right. Final thoughts. Uh, Rudy, what's your final uh, thoughts? Me? Yeah. I, I, uh, we're all in a race. And let's yeah. see who wins. And let's see who wins. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's my final thought. Dan. All right. Um, what's what's the golden rule? And 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 really don't eat cheese after three weeks. It's <laughs> <laughs> close. It's close. It's um. It's the whole treat treat. Do to others as you want them. What what Jonathan said. Do to others as you as you want them to do unto you. See, whoever did that left the cheese out too long. Yeah, and waited. See, I, I disagree with the golden rule. Uh, there's this thing called the platinum rule. It's an actual thing where it's you do you treat people the way they want to be treated. I feel like that just makes more sense that way. Well, someone wants to be treated Actually, like shit. Yeah, that, that's that's good. I like so you that. want to treat someone like shit if they want to be treated like shit? Yeah, absolutely. How do you want to be treated, Dan? God above men. No, you're not getting it. I hope that made it onto the mic. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Jonathan. Um, what is this? Oh, final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, final thoughts. Well, final thoughts, you guys have been lying to me. Final thoughts. E.T. was a fucking scout, and it took me this long just to find it out. Mm-hmm. So uh, stay woke, guys. They they're out here. You should have killed him. Mommy said phone home. It's like, no, he's <laughs> calling. <laughs> phone home. Yeah, yeah. You think he's, you think he's calling grandmama? No, no. He's about to tell him. <laughs> they got caller ID, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um my final thoughts. Um Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I mean you spoke the most in the podcast. Exactly. Right? I have nothing else to say. I think I've said it all. There you go. Um this was a heavy topic, heavy podcast. Um it was it, it weighed. Yeah. Um it was pretty good. Uh thank you guys for listening. Uh thank you, Jonathan, for coming, even though you didn't talk much. Hopefully uh you won't wait another thirty episodes to come back on. Now, I take offense to that because the first 30 episodes, that's just the breaking and coming in point. So now I only have a 15-episode window that I have to come back. It's it's a process to this, all right? Yeah, so he's never coming back. I think you should come back. You might span our viewers. We might have more ethnic yeah, we people. Yeah, we need the black population. Oh, yeah, I'm black, by the way, <laughs> if you haven't gotten that from all of this. So if that brings, like, at least three oh, more his, viewers. His Twitter handle is LWG underscore, I think, uh, John B. Wyland. How do you spell that? Yeah. It'll be in the description. Next time, bring your own mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're working on that. It's, it's getting there. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, guys. Have a good week. And, yeah, tune into the next episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Jonathan won't be here. <laughs>